0: I have known Camille and Martin for many years. They were pioneers in getting services for their children. Theirs is a wonderful story of finding joy in their children. So Camille and Martin, you had four children. How many of them had issues? Tell me your story.
1: Three out of four. We had, we had the first, third, and fourth children. And they were born with no problems. And they developed the problem around the ages of five to seven months of age. They started having seizures. The eldest one was considered a genius. She was able to put a puzzle together at the age of four months, and she was able to walk into the doctor's office three or four steps on her own at the age of seven months and then she had her first seizure. They think that the problem was exacerbated because of the medication they gave to treat the seizures. But they developed um, retardation from that point on, and they had um, what was considered the top three percent of people with seizures that were uncontrollable. And so we we've, we've dealt with that, you know, ever since. But. Uh, they never found a specific reason for it or name for it. They had the same issue and then the learning disabilities on top of that were all slightly different. The typical reaction at the time and I find out still, your regular pediatricians will start with phenobarbital and phenobarbital will cause retardation. And so The sooner you get to a specialist, a neurologist, and have a neurologist make the assessment, the better. She was seven months old before she had a problem, and they were telling us that we were raising a genius because of what she was able to do.
2: Um, The third child, it was a similar pattern. It was about five months that she (coughs) turned to having seizures, and um, at that point, we had a little bit better uh, pharmaceutical help, but it still wasn't where it needed to be that it is today. They have lots of uh, opportunities uh, with pharmaceuticals that really help to suppress the, the seizures and at the same time not do possible damage to the development. Uh, they're not fully developed at uh five months, of course, and they've got a lot of development to take place in the third trimester, which is what we were dealing with. Uh, This onset of seizures was taking place during the third trimester, which is a very critical time for development of a young person, and so things didn't go very well. But I wasn't um, devastated or uh, overwhelmed by that, but we were still looking for a fourth child, and we still had that fourth child. Um, it was a great joy. It was different in that it was a boy, but again, we went through about the same cycle with seizures and disability, like, the, like the others. So,
0: how did you react?
1: I had a really hard time with it uh, with the first one because she had been so doing so well and was so bright and so cheerful and and all and, suddenly you know having so many problems and the seizures increased and the doctor's appointments increased and it was it was quite difficult he was working and i was home and trying to figure out what to do for but um we talked about it quite a little bit and i i started to uh, I, i talked to the doctor about it a lot and i started to think about it and think you know this is this is what we've got to deal with, and um, we'll, just, we'll just figure it out. We'll make it, make it work, and um, start to kind of investigate it. And instead of worrying so much about it being a huge problem, I started to worry about, okay, how can we make it better for her? It was interesting because the doctors, um, the doctors were always assuming that I was trying to deny that it was a problem or it was all about me, and it was really frustrating because to me it was all about her and how I could help her uh, be the best that she could be and be the healthiest that she could be
0: what was the hardest part the
1: hardest part was maybe also kind of the best part in a way when we started out everything was kind of an institutionalized mode it was special schools and special places for them and special this and special that and um with three children with disabilities, we had the opportunity of saying, of going and saying, we want to have our kids in um, regular schools. We can have them in uh, classes with peer tutors and with uh, aides and all, but we want them in the regular school rather than having bus from this city to another city kind of thing. And they would say, well, you're the only parent that wants it. And we'd say, well, we have three kids like this. So you know, we have three children that we want this for. And so by having the multiples, we had a little more push and pull for them to consider it. And it did help to start the programs in our local city that way. So it was helpful on that side. It was interesting because we often had three kids have seizures five minutes apart, and so there were there were trials that way. But um, also because they had similar problems, we weren't dealing with three different kinds of problems, three different kinds of, of uh, disabilities, and so that helped too.
2: Juggling a schedule, keeping keeping work in order, keeping everything in order, uh, making helping and supporting Camille, because when when we'd have them go down, all three of them within five or 10 minutes, uh, we'd discuss, well, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna take them all to emergency? How are we gonna handle it? Oftentimes, because their situation was so unique back then, uh, we would go to emergency, and we would have to kind of coach the emergency doctor on um, how to give the best support support, the best medical support to the situation, uh, because they didn't all know. And oftentimes, if they were smart, we thought, uh, as they were many, they would realize that they've got something that's uh, kind of new to them, and they would uh, turn to us and say, well, what do they usually do, or what is usually done in these particular situations? And uh, uh, sometimes we'd find some really sharp ones that knew how to take uh, decisive and direct action, but oftentimes, maybe half the time, uh, we'd find somebody that uh, couldn't handle it very well. We found the same kind of thing happening in the school district. It was just wonderful that the idea bill came along at the federal level that mandated support for young people with disabilities to be given services by the local public school system, but we had to educate the local public school system as to what was best for our kids rather than what was convenient for them to present to us. We found that they had a tendency to say, well, no Nobody else had, need, has need for these services, but we came to the realization that there were, there were others that wanted the same services, but they didn't know or didn't understand that they could uh, make requests or that services could be available different than what they were getting. And so I think districts were caught in the middle because they had a, a financial issue with regards to these kind of services. And uh, at the same time, they were obligated to take care of business uh, by federal law. So that was a struggle too. That was that was difficult what were some of the joys
1: oh gosh there's a lot of joys as you know two of the children have passed away and we look back and laugh and tell stories still about a lot of things that the kids did Um, marty was 17 and carrie was 25 we have neighbors that have moved, left the neighborhood. We've had uh, kids from their schools, you know, that we run into here and there, and they still tell Marty and Carrie stories. We have a tree across the street that they call the Marty tree that he they planted, and he dug up, and they planted, and he dug up, and they planted. <laughs> we have uh, a neighbor that uh, moved Several years ago, that when I see her, she talks about how in the fall that we were cleaning up the yard, and Marty would bring um, the wagon full of leaves over to her house so that they could throw them away. He would bring our leaves over by you know in the wagon. So there's a lot of cute stories in the neighborhood and things about the kids too. There's there's a lot of joys. They brought a lot of um, a lot of joys through the through their experiences through the neighborhood, and and they taught people a lot of uh, tolerance and patience and love. Through, through the experiences they had. A lot of people hadn't seen the Martys and the Carries and the Jennies around the community. And our experience, I, I'd never seen an individual with a disability till I was 16 years old. And uh, when we had our children and realized, you know, it's, it's three out of four, Uh, we're gonna sink if we don't do something differently. We decided we were gonna do it differently. And so rather than hide our kids, we had them out in the community. And um, as you probably know, as I did advocacy work, um, the kids went with me. And so when we did the sub for Santas, our kids went with us and did the sub for Santas. And when we did community work, the kids went with us and helped us with the community work. And so they were out there helping and doing and cleaning snow off driveways and whatever and so the neighborhood saw that the people saw that and it made a big difference people saw them as able able and contributing members of the community as opposed to just folks you know that were odd or different
2: many joys of doing things together like uh, Camille described Uh, one I'm reminded of today as we have some snow out there Uh, when the kids were quite young they were they were able to do more and participate more and as they got older they had uh, those disabilities kind of manifested themselves into less activity. We used to uh, shovel all the snow off of our driveway and then go across the street as a team and we would shovel the snow off of the driveway over there. Um, We would uh, uh, do many things together. We'd get out in the community and um, Jenny in particular had a a great affinity for good manners and please and thank you. And she uh, trained the adults in the school system that this was needed or they weren't going to get performance from her. And one individual that became a great friend uh, to us mm-hmm. and to Jenny, she said that the Jenny turned her around in how she handled special ed because of the experiences that she had with Jenny. And So Jenny did that for her. Some of the great joys too were people in the state, uh, Camille being involved in, uh, what was it? What hey, R- the Ark. The Ark, yeah. Uh, she would get involved with the governor's council and uh, be invited. To a lot of family conferences and such, and our kids were very much there. Uh, they were just just a joy to be a family, uh, even though they had some limitations and such. But they they we still recount phrases that they used, the ones that are passed on that that create smiles on our face, and and uh, they were great. So those are joys for us. How are you able to take a break?
1: You know, when when you've got three kids with seizures, it's really hard to find a babysitter, and family never filled that that role either. Um, so we didn't, we didn't have opportunities to, the two of us, just take off and go very often. Um, we did find one eventually. She had a brother with Down syndrome and she had parents who were very, very supportive of her. And so we did manage in, um, in the 90s to get away a couple of times and we actually took her with us to Disneyland and on a trip for two weeks. But um, family-wise, extended family-wise, it was more difficult because of the three. But what we did was we just, it strengthened us as a family ourselves. So when we took trips, we took them with us. And we had some great times that way. Um, And actually probably were more like your average family that way. We didn't find it as restrictive as you might think and had some great times with the kids.
0: How did her siblings impact your daughter Jackie, who doesn't have a disability?
1: With Jackie, we used to just, we used to always tell Jackie, this is the way our family is made up. And if uh, the Lord thought that we could handle this, we'll be able to handle it. We'll find a way to handle it and we'll be fine. I used to tell her that I had to work or if we were gonna have extras and we would make that work out as well. And in my case, I worked in the disability arena it gave opportunities to her that we would never have had and me as well. Um, So we always made it, always made her understand that it was actually a blessing and an opportunity for her and um, we did the sub for Santa's and things where we helped people. She now is such a strong advocate. The first thing she does or did when she moved when she graduated uh, as a civil engineer, she went to California. The first thing she did was look up the ark. Um, when she went to Illinois, she looked up the ark. So she still does that. She still does sub for Samus. Her kids do it now with her. She's never seen having siblings with disabilities as something that tied her down. She's never seen it that way. She sticks up for people. If she sees somebody that's mistreating someone with disabilities or not, she sticks up for them and she's, you know, she teaches, she's, proactive that way, so it's not harmed her in any way. It's been a blessing for her and it's made her a better person. People are always telling me how impressed they are with her as a person. Uh, People that know her background and people who don't. So it's been a really good experience for her.
2: What have been some other benefits? We've met some wonderful people that are kind and caring and giving people and those are people that have associated with our children, and uh, been kind and caring to others, too. So I think that's uh, another dimension to uh, to the challenge of having three children with some disabilities. Would you do it again?
1: I don't know which would be better or which would be worse. I have traced the seizure problem through my line. I had seizures when I was younger. I've had it a couple since. My mother had a couple I found when she was younger. I've read my grandmother's diary. I know that my grandfather had them. We've all had different ones. Uh, Our kids have had the the run-of-the-mill. Martin's father had um, migraines that used to cause him to black out which probably combined with my genetics made it worse. You never know. Um, I've traced the seizure line back to the 1700s. Okay, so knowing what I know now, I could say, ugh, maybe we shouldn't have had kids with disabilities, or kids, you know, with this problem. Um, however, we could have had perfectly fine children and had a car accident and had kids with brain injuries. We could have had any number of problems uh, down the road. You, you just never know. People have problems. So do you want to pick one, or do you want to just have a family and deal with it? I think I just choose to deal with it and you know you can moan and groan and, and cry and to some degree I did that for a few months and I think the average person would because when you're faced with something different than you're used to, you do do that, but at some point you stop and think, you know, this is enough, and I need to get on with it, and what can I do? What can I do? I can't change it, I can't fix it, it's out of my hands, but it's what I'm dealt, and so pick some books up, talk to a doctor or two, if you don't like the one, what the one tells you, talk to another one, you know, compare, make some comparisons, take some notes, see what you can do and get on with it. And that's kind of what we chose to do. And you know, and, and with any kid, with any child, with any family, that's what you do. You just find another way to deal with it. And as you go on, you make friends with other people, you find groups, you find people that can help you, and then you find people that you can help and on you go. And along the way, with any family, with any with any family, you, you find joys. Yeah.
2: Well, again, Camille reminds me of many, many joys and many, many wonderful experiences. And although the the cycles of our family are very unique and special, we learned a lot along the way, and, um, and that's to be appreciated, and we enjoyed it. Uh, it was challenging, yeah, it, there were difficult times, uh, but we found that we had answers to overcome those challenges that others would be puzzled to solve those kind of problems. So we had joy in solving problems too.
0: I have learned so much from Camille and Martin over the many years that I've known them. They are my heroes in the field of developmental disabilities. In many ways they are just a normal family and have acted that way despite a unique set of circumstances.